There's a lot of excitement surrounding the recent opening of the Columbia County Performing Arts Center. So what sorts of things can we expect as far as performances and just the overall experience? We'll get to know the man behind the Performing Arts Center on this episode of Range of Influence. Welcome once again to the Columbia County Chambers podcast, ROI, or Range of Influence, presented by Premier Networks. I'm Russell Hodney, President and CEO of the Columbia County Chamber, and along with me today is my co-host and friend, Reagan Williams, who's Senior Vice President at Maybaum Real Estate, and of course, past chair of the Chamber's Board of Directors. Reagan, can you tell us about who our guest is today? Absolutely, Russ. We're excited to sit down with Matt Jamison, who is the general manager for the Columbia County Performing Arts Center. I had the opportunity to get to know Matt leading up to him accepting this position, and I'm excited to have him on the show today to talk about this great new venue. You know, I'm excited to talk to Matt and get to know him, but also I'm just really excited to hear about the venue. And uh, But, I mean, just beyond that, Reagan, I just want to get in there and see some live performances. I know. Well, Russ, let's not wait any longer to get to talk to Matt. But first, let's hear from our presenting sponsor, Premier Networks. Premier Networks is the premier information technology and cybersecurity firm in the CSRA. You have enough to worry about for your business. Leave it to the Augusta IT guys to ensure your IT is done right. No ironclad contracts, no fine print, just fast, reliable technology from an experienced customer-centric team, locally owned. Call for a free cyber assessment because in 2021, IT has to be right. Premier Networks, the official IT partner of the Augusta Green Jackets. Well, hey, Matt, welcome in. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Of course. Well, uh, as we know, you're uh, the new general manager at the Columbia County Performing Arts Center. Uh, There's a lot going on, obviously, a lot of excitement with the opening of the the building and the the community here. Um, Now, you, you might be new to living in Columbia County, but you have some ties. You have some family ties to I the do. area. And, uh, and obviously, you're no stranger to operating a venue like this. So kind of tell us the story of how you ended up here. Yeah, so originally, I grew up in the area. I was born in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, my family lived in Aiken, South Carolina. So I grew up in the Aiken, you know, the CSRA region. Uh, lived in Aiken until I was in the fifth grade. And then we moved away. Uh, my dad's career took us to some other areas uh, of, the, of the East Coast. And uh, so, you know, I have deep roots, I feel like, right from the beginning uh, in this area. Um, so the opportunity, when, when the opportunity presented itself to be able to come back to Columbia County uh, to open a facility um, and, and being chosen to do that was just a, a dream job. Um, really amazing. Uh, I'd been telling my parents for a very long time, I, I got to get back to the East Coast somewhere and to be able to land so close to home um, and be so proud of something, uh, and, and have that opportunity to make something for the community and, and to just, you know, have such, uh, such, such an amazing building, um, here. So, uh, you know, you said what you're, you know, what, what have you been doing? Um, you know, the last 10 years I've been managing, uh, general manager for a production company out in Phoenix, Arizona. It's where I relocated from. 
Um, they were a production company that would provide audio, video, lighting, uh, staging, kind of a little bit of everything for large concerts, corporate events, music festivals. They work on like Super Bowl size events, the Super Bowl, things like that every year. Um, and so I managed that for the last 10 years. Prior to that, I, uh, I was a production manager, company manager, electrician, head carpenter, you name it. Uh, I basically toured um, for 10 years. So I can say I lived on a bus for 10 years. Um, which was, you know, it was exciting. Uh, it was, uh, some people think it's, you know, it's the, the star life. It's not all sounds like torture to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all glitz and glamor. Um, but it was a, it was a really great opportunity that, that really kickstarted. And so I have a real appreciation for when these shows do come into our theater. I know what they're up against, um, and the long hours they work and to provide at the end of the day, uh, an amazing experience for for the patrons sitting there you know we get to show up at you know seven or eight o'clock at night dressed up and enjoy the show they've been going at it <laughs> for a long time prior to that well super interesting background i mean to have your kind of caliber of uh, general manager here in columbia county is exciting that uh, certainly matches up with how incredible the venue is i mean it's a beautiful building uh russ and i've had the chance to tour it a couple of times i have not been been to a show yet but i can't wait i mean it's yes. it's a it's a uh it's impressive. It's uh, incredible. Um, it's awe-inspiring when you walk in. I mean, it's just, if you haven't been uh, to our listeners, you've got to go. So it's it's pretty great. It's really, I think, what will probably be kind of the crown jewel of our area. I mean, it's going to be a place that's going to you know bring a lot of folks together. So uh, if you would, just give us a rundown of you know what's unique about it, what can the audience experience when they come, and what sets this venue maybe apart from other venues in the region? Right, right. Well, I think first and foremost, it's it's a very modern, classic, timeless theater. Uh, when you walk in, it's um, the entire environment from the moment you walk in has a large lobby space so you can gather there when you're meeting your friends to, for an evening out. Um, it's very accommodating, you know, uh, from even from an ADA standpoint, with very accommodating for everyone. Um, from a seating standpoint, about 2,100 seats in, in the venue. Um, you know, it's we've uh, we named the uh, the main theater the Ron C. Cross Theater after our former chairman Ron Cross, and so the main theater about 2,100 seats. It has some flexibility. We can adjust the seating numbers if we, for example, our orchestra pit. Um, we can we can use it as an orchestra pit. We can also take it down and uh, to the basement level, load it up with additional seats and add additional rows closer to the stage, depending on the type of event that we're having in the in the space. One of the things you'll see when you come into the venue, and I, and I really encourage everybody when you, you gotta come and see it, that there's really not a bad seat in the house. And we, we spent a lot of time making sure uh, all the way from the design concept phases that there are, there's just, there's not obstructed view seating, um, that people can just sit back and really relax and enjoy it. You know, we, we've set up the venue so you can take food and beverage into the venue when you go to watch your show. Um, everybody has a cup holder in their seat, so, you know, you can put your beverage there um, and, uh, and really sit back and, and relax and enjoy the show. In addition to that, the, the theater, you know, what sets us apart, what makes it good? Well, I've talked a lot about the technical side of things, but I'll talk a little more about it. We have a three truck loading dock, so we can back three semis right up to our building and, and simultaneously unload those. We've got a huge area back there that that's really important to bring these large shows in. For them, it's all about time is money, right? So the faster in, the faster out, um, the, the more uh, economical the entire 
uh, event can be, right? We also have, you know, the building was originally, when it was originally uh, being designed or thought about in its very early phases, it was really to be a community center, not a performing arts center. It was really a community center. It had a museum aspect to that. Um, We've maintained that and stayed true to that. So we have a museum space that we are going to be bringing over some of the uh, history of Columbia County. We'll start to be housed there. Uh, Right now it's being stored in some of the other museums around. And so that will be coming back. That same space can also be used from from a gallery standpoint, whether it's historical artwork or a touring show of uh, an artist, you know, touring show kind of thing. And we have a, a multi-purpose room that will be able to be used for uh, numerous events, pre-show functions, you know, lunch and learn, podcast, you name it. Uh, we can, uh, we'll be able to do those types of things. So the building really is all-encompassing, um, a lot of space, a lot of things to, to move in. I mean, all around, we're 85,000 square feet. Well, I, I thought that the two things that you mentioned that I found to be really great about it, right? So you said... And I totally agree with you that there's no bad seat. So, you know, I've walked around on the bottom, uh, kind of the orchestra level seats, great seats, obviously, right? Going to be yeah. premium price, right. great yep. seats. But I've been in the, whatever it is, the first and second mezzanines, the, the balconies. Yeah, so the orchestra, the right. mezzanine level will be the first balcony level. Right. We call it mezzanine. And then the top is the balcony. Okay. And so I've been on both those levels. And I mean, both of those are great seats. And, and sometimes, you know, I've booked a show and thought, oh, man, I'm in the balcony. And sometimes they're not great. Uh, even on Broadway, not great seats, obstructed views, all this kind of stuff. But yep. these are phenomenal seats. Yeah, yeah. And, and the second thing is all of those open spaces, the places that you mentioned you can gather with your friends or some reception spaces right. there's some community rooms museum you mentioned i mean it's not just the big theater there's so many other spaces that are beautiful that our community can can utilize for different kinds of events and i, I just imagined as i was there that there's there's unique spaces that you could have multi-functions from different groups happening at the same time uh, as long as there's not a show going but you could have uh, you know different groups from the community using it and it's and it's so needed in columbia county and, and i'm excited about what it's going to do for our community and the technology side of it too you know you talked about i witnessed the pit you know them being able to drop it and right. i mean that that is just amazing that yeah that i whole mean thing. the technology that building is one big computer yeah um, that's what i tell people it's one big computer but i mean you know it's state-of-the-art it's uh fully led just anywhere from uh, every light that you look at including the uh the theatrical lighting it is all led um everything in that building and you know led is the future and it's where everything's going so you know from a, an efficiency standpoint the building is is extremely efficient um, and again, I think it all comes back to the end user experience and, and allowing people to sit back and really enjoy it and have a great time. Now, obviously the performing arts center opened up officially already. It's, and you guys have had some acts in there, but, um, really the, the bulk of, of what we're, we're all waiting for is, is yet to come. You know, what, what sorts of acts performances can we expect to see? Right. So we're going to have a little bit of everything. I mean, we've announced two shows Um, right now on sale. We have Disney Princess, the concert. It's a a new musical um, where the uh, four or five Disney princesses go through and sing some of their um, their most well-known songs. But it's a it's a great Disney show, family show, classic, um, true Disney music. Um, 
Today we announced uh, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons are okay. coming. All right. So um, that's a big, uh, you know, kind of your oldies rock and roll, classic rock and roll um, music that will be coming. And then we're right on the edge. We're right on the cusp of announcing our Broadway season, which will consist of five Broadway shows. We'll have your traditional, you'll be able to purchase a Broadway season package. Um, recently, we've been uh, doing some seat licensing where people have had the opportunity to come in and purchase a seat license. And, and really, you know, everyone says, well, what's a seat license do for me? Well, the seat license gives you the opportunity uh, to purchase a seat so that moving forward, you have first rider refusal to purchase tickets in your seat. Um, you don't have to purchase any, you don't have to ever purchase a ticket to any of the shows. We would hope people would. Um, but you, you purchase this on an annual basis and you maintain the seat license, similar to what you would do in the sports world. Um, but it's given a lot of people an opportunity as we have been releasing dates to know that they have their seats, right? It's, it's important. If you're a regular theater goer, whether it's concert or whatever you're going to see, the ballet, you get possessive of your seats. So yep. we've given people that opportunity. But and, and again, we'll give people the opportunity when the Broadway series is announced to be able to purchase uh, a Broadway series package and, and to be able to renew that. And that'll happen on an annual basis. And, and our Broadway season, I really see it starting to build out. Um, but we've got some, uh, I can't tell you the names yet, but we've got some really blockbuster um, Broadway shows that are, are going to be here. And, and I think it's just great that it's here in Columbia County. It's in our backyard. It, we're at home. We don't have to travel to go and see these shows. It's here. Um, it's, you know, quick to get here, quick to get home and, and, and have a, a really great evening. Yeah. Well, that's great. And you, now you mentioned the, the seat license and maybe you guys, maybe you can't say yet, but what, if somebody wanted to get a seat license, what, uh, how much would a, a license run? Yeah, so right now our seat licenses, uh, we've 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 sold our orchestra level seat licenses, so we have sold out of those. Uh, we have a few seats left in the mezzanine level. They're about two hundred. Well, they're two hundred and fifty dollars a seat, um, and then up on our balcony level, one hundred and fifty dollars a seat. So um, you know, if, if people were still interested, they could certainly reach out to us um, at the theater. They could call us or uh, email us or stop by and see us. Good strategy, you know. Certainly from the sports world, I've I've uh, seen that happen. But to, to for two hundred and fifty dollars, that, that's for a year to get the license. So for two fifty a seat, to be able to know that these are my seats in the mezzanine, every show that I want. Yep. Um, still have to buy your tickets, but every show that I want. I mean, that, that that's really great. Yeah, I think that's it, a great plan. And it's great because we have set this up. You know, we we've uh, we we chose Ticketmaster as our as our ticket provider, right? Um, there's lots of companies out there that you can sell tickets through and get tickets through, but we chose Ticketmaster. We feel like it's one of the most user-friendly platforms, state-of-the-art. They um, they are constantly making improvements. I mean, everybody knows it's a brand name, right? Everybody knows. Who hasn't used Ticketmaster, I think. Right, exactly. Right. And so we've, we've got it set up. So like the seat licensing, you log into your account manager account, you log in, you can do it from your mobile, you can do it from your, you sitting at your, your desk, your computer. And it just pops up, hey, uh, they just announced this show. Do you want first right of refusal to buy your tickets? You can click yes or no. You throw your credit card in there. Your tickets drop right into your account. Next thing you know, they're on your phone. You walk up to the door. We're a digital ticket facility, so we're trying to stay, you know, green, clean. Um, you walk up. Your tickets are on your phone. You walk up to the door. We scan you. You're in your seats, and you're enjoying a, uh, you're enjoying a show. Um, so we're trying to just make it that, that full experience, uh, to, you know, to make it simple for everyone to be able to do that. It can't be any easier than that. That sounds like a good plan. Right.
Yeah. Um, well, you know, well, let's just say, uh, you know, you're with Ticketmaster. Uh, is that going to in any way kind of help uh, you know, pursue any artists? And I guess really what I want to know is uh, who's top on your wish list? If, if Matt could pick, you know, anybody in the world to come and perform at Columbia County Performing Arts Center, who would that be? Well, I mean, if I had to pick... If I had to pick one person right this minute, you know, I'd, I'd probably pick someone like Garth Brooks. There you go. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, right this minute, he's playing more of the arena size. So right, right. Um, maybe an intimate acoustic set, right? Yes, right. yes. And the tickets will probably be about $5,000 a piece. Right. Uh, right. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that would be an artist, that, someone I've really looked to, and I think they're uh, just an all-around good artist, yeah. right? And there's tons of other artists that are out there. That's just my personal preference. But yeah, I mean, and, and the relationship with Ticketmaster, Live Nation, those things, I mean, you know, a lot of the artists, the, the us being a Ticketmaster venue, it makes it easy because a lot of the art artists are partnered or are, are, are with the Live Nation group or um, the other, some of the other companies that are out there, AEG yeah. Live, other things like that that are out there. And so it makes it really easy when they uh, do other offers, VIP offers, meet right. and greets, backstage tours, you know, um, all of those types of things. So it makes it simple on their side when they're like, oh, they're a Ticketmaster venue. It, yeah. it just it's plug and play for them um and we have that national reach i mean every time one of our shows is, is uh up for sale it's up for sale on a national worldwide level i mean you could be anywhere in the in the world and buy your Ticketmaster ticket um for the columbia county performing arts center to come and see one of our upcoming shows talking about that you know meet and greet experience or the vip access i mean i've i've used Ticketmaster for that uh, with one of the shows that we've been to, the Avett Brothers, uh, you know, when they were in California, when I was living in California. Uh, by the way, if you can get the Avett Brothers, let me know. Right. I'll be right there. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it is. It's seamless. It, you just, you, you, everything's tied to each other and you, and you go right in. So, Matt, one, one question I get often from folks, or just a statement maybe, uh, ties into what Russ was saying about, you know, who's the one person that you would like to have come, right? I think a lot of folks don't quite understand the level of, of entertainment that we're going to be able to have here. So, so what is that, right? So, I mean, I think folks understand the local ballet company, you know, uh, some maybe some high school theater type stuff could be there. We've got the, the Disney princess, as you mentioned, and a Broadway series. So, so we kind of get that. But what's possible, I guess, on the kind of the, the national act? I mean, Russ wants the Avid Brothers. I mean, what kind of act can we get? What are we limited to? And what are we available for? Yeah, I mean, the thing, here, here's the thing. First of all, and again, I, keep, I, I hate to keep going back to the technical side of it. Our building has no technical limitations, okay? So we could take the biggest of the biggest shows. There's no limitations that our venue cannot handle. That's first and foremost. That's, that's very important, right? Some artists won't even look at your venue if they can't fit in there. They can fit in Columbia County. Not a problem. Um, from there, you know, it, w w what ultimately will drive what talent comes to the Performing Arts Center is its demographic and population, okay? We have a strong, I don't need to tell the Chamber of Commerce, we have a strong growing population. So as our population continues to grow, you will see artists of larger caliber continue to come here. Does that mean the small artists are coming to begin with? No means that you're going to have uh, you're going to have large artists that are coming here. I think it, it, you have to make sure, again, I said Garth Brooks, he's playing stadiums right now. Well, if all of a sudden he started doing a theater tour on a smaller, you know, acoustical set kind of thing, we're perfect for that. 
It's exactly the right kind of thing. So, you know, uh, a lot of our shows are going to start. I think you'll see a lot of one-off shows. And when I say one-off, there'll be one-night events, right? A lot of people, as they get to know us, we're in a dating period right now. So the promoters that are bringing shows here to Columbia County, they got to get to know Columbia County. They got to get to know the Columbia County Performing Arts Center. They got to know, they have to get to know the people who are buying the tickets, right? So once they see some of that, that information starting to come in, I think you'll start to see shows stay for a little longer. Um, you know, I don't think we're going to have uh, shows that sit in Atlanta for a month or something like that. You, we don't have the population to support that, right? And that's that's the key thing. I think people really need to understand that it's not why doesn't that show come here. It's based on number of tickets sold, right? And at the end of the day, that's what the artist is looking at. How many tickets can I sell in that area? They would love to go everywhere, but ultimately it comes down to it's a money game, yeah. of course, right? And so they look at number of tickets sold. And so we're positioned great. I mean, one of the things that, that is also important to the artist is how does, how does a show route? Meaning, how does it get from one city to the next? Well, when you look at our area and the fact that, you know, you've got Atlanta, Athens, Greenville, Columbia, Spartanburg, um, Col- did I say Columbia, um, Charleston, Savannah, we route really, really well. So I think also you're going to see that influence and affect what level of artist comes here. So it's a, it's a little bit of a, a melting pot of all of those things. Then, and they all line up, all the stars get, get aligned and, and that's where the artists drop in. Um, and we start to book that. So I, I really think we will see some, some very good, strong artists, um, and we're in that phase right now where people are getting to know us. Yeah. And that's, that's important. Well, I'd love to see Garth Brooks in here. I don't know that I could afford <laughs> his ticket price in a 2,000 seat venue, right. but yes, that would yes. be great. Yes. Now, taking things back maybe down to a little bit more of a local level, um, do you guys anticipate building like a repertory theater or uh, any sort of kind of local original works here in the area? You know, I don't know that we necessarily right this minute are going to be, I would say, self-producing or or doing that. I mean, I, I, I certainly see, and, and it's already happened just on a local level, us starting to, to talk to the local um, groups that are already doing that. And how can they come into the theater and use a a large state-of-the-art facility how can they come in there and do that and and so we're looking at those avenues and and how we can be that local resource could we get into a local rep where we we have some regular local rep companies that already exist that could find a home here certainly entertain that and and certainly look at that and we're starting those conversations and i think they'll happen over time um but i don't necessarily think that we're going to be in a position where we are producing in-house, right? I think it would be uh, in conjunction with a with a rep type company uh, bringing in that. Well, that's, I think it's important, Russ, that, you know, we have local acts, that we have the ability to go and see the people that we know on stage or, or people that we know that are producing and that it's it's all kind of impacting us locally. I mean, it's great to have the big acts, no no doubt. We're, we're all going to enjoy that, but certainly it, it would be great to have some homegrown stuff uh, that we can go see and support. Uh, and one thing I love about the theater is that 2,100 seats, it's big enough to hold whatever we need, but um, for, for the, the little kid ballet, right? So the, the elementary school, you know, presentation that could happen there, it's intimate enough that it can still have that and you can still do that. And I think it's, it's, it's going to be a great place for those kinds of events. Right. I know. I totally agree with that. Um, I mean, it just, 
the building was built for the community, so the community should use the building, and that's what's important. Yeah. Um, of course, we want to bring in big entertainment here uh, to Columbia County, but at the same time, it's for the community. So, now you've been in obviously the industry. You know, you, you kind of explained your background. Uh, what are what's one of the craziest or coolest experiences you've kind of come across in your career? Um, you know, I think some of the, the, the craziest is, uh, probably the coolest experience is, uh, one of the first Broadway shows that I worked on. Um, we had to do a technical rehearsal. Okay. So when you tech a show, if you're not familiar with that term, that's when you spend the first maybe two, three, four weeks and in one venue and you build the show. So all the scenery is built in, you know, New York city. And then all the lighting comes from Nashville and all the audio comes from, uh, Maine. I don't know. I'm just throwing out, but it all has to come together at some point. And you also have to add the, the actors and actresses, and you have to add the designers and the producers and everybody comes together and you tech a show. That's how you start a show. And that's how you build it. Um, and so I was on a production of 42nd street, which is a, a big Broadway glitz and glamor musical, um, traditional, you know, very well known, I think in the Broadway world. And so we teched a show in, um, Owensboro, Kentucky, and that's where we, we tech the show from Owensboro to Kentucky. We went to our opening night. Our opening night was Tokyo, Japan. If you've looked at a map recently, they're not side by side. They're not close. So I got the experience of moving a, a very large show from Owensboro, Kentucky uh, to Tokyo. And we closed in Owensboro, Kentucky, and five days later opened in Tokyo, Japan. Wow. The set flew, the cast flew, everybody went on airplanes. And so, you know, we flew on a commercial flight and, and landing there in, in Tokyo. And then we were taken over off of there. We were taken over to the holding area where all the the sets and everything were coming off to get it loaded onto the the trucks that were there to get it moved into the venue and just a really incredible experience and, and just touring on an international level it, it just was a, I don't know I just still think I still it gives me goosebumps thinking about it it was just cool um and, and to be able to say you know it's like uh, to tech a show and you, you know you're leaving there people say well where you, where's the opening night everyone wants to know where's the opening night and you say Tokyo Japan and it was just small town Kentucky to Tokyo, Japan. It was yeah. a really cool experience. That's when you know your, your, who your friends really are, who show up for uh, opening night, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of people show up. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, five days is not a lot of lead time it was to not. get a set. So, I mean, you have a set piece that doesn't arrive right or yeah. broken or some tech, technology piece. So I mean, the set traveled a on, a, on, a, on a charter flight. So everything uh, was taken to... Um, uh, Michigan and was flown out of, uh, out of Michigan on a charter flight and just, it went direct and we went on another flight and met it there. Crazy. Yeah. You certainly had a, a really interesting career. I, I, I bet you, aside from the performing arts center, we could talk about cool experiences of things you've done for a whole nother episode. I mean, I think we could, we could have that long of conversation cause I'm really intrigued by some of those experiences. I, grew up with some folks in my family my brother and my mom did a lot of theater growing up and my brother's done that professionally since he graduated college nearly 20 years ago so we've got some of that in our family so i'm super intrigued by it um i'm i'm interested in in two things just about you personally uh, as we kind of get to know you you know what what took you into this kind of theater production world and and what's some advice that you might would give to somebody out there listening that thinks that that might be something they'd be interested in sure well when i started off uh 
uh, when I went to college, um, I went to, uh, I started off at a small liberal arts school uh, in Hartsville, South Carolina called Coker College is where I, I started off. And um, I decided I was going to be a baseball player. That was my plan. Um, played baseball my first two years. And my second year at Coker, they said, oh, well, you need to take this intro to theater course. And uh, they said, you know, all the baseball players take it. Right, right. <laughs> I'll let you take that for how that is. Right. Okay. So they said, all the baseball players take it. So I took the course and uh, I suddenly realized that um, it just, it, it almost instantly, it was like, this is really cool. You know, it was in a theater. It was getting to go up in really high spots in the theater and working with tools and meeting people and, and interfacing with both the front of house people and back of house and just all the things that go into it. And I just, I really got excited about it. And so that course, um, I, I just, I took another course and another course, and it just one thing led to another. And my mentor at the time um, encouraged me. He says, "I think you really have a knack for this, and I think this is I think this is your thing." And so he actually encouraged me to change schools. So midway through, I left Coker and uh, uh, transferred to the University of North Carolina School of the Arts in Winston Salem, North Carolina, which is a very dedicated, specialized, similar to the Juilliard in New York. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, it's referred to as the Juilliard of the South. Um, and so I, I went there and, um, sure enough, I had to start over basically. And so four more years and, and was able to really, uh, focus in on all aspects of theater. You know, I, I graduated with a degree in technical direction, which means I know a little bit, uh, enough about everything to, to be dangerous. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so that was, you know, that was really what kind of jump started me there. Yeah. How'd that conversation go with mom and dad? Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, Changing course. Um, it it was uh, it 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 went well, honestly. You know, they they were on board. Um, and uh, funny enough, it actually worked out really good because at that time my parents were living in North Carolina, so suddenly they thought in-state tuition. That's yeah, right. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in-state tuition was uh was good. It was not the driving factor, but they were uh, not complaining about that either. Yeah. <laughs> well, and knowing your dad too. Uh... Uh, which I do, I could see him being very supportive of you in that role. So, no doubt, David's supportive. I think, uh, in, in almost every occasion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's definitely you know taught me the ways. So, yeah. well, good. Well, speaking of of kind of teaching you the ways, uh, you know, we always kind of like to wrap up our our interviews with uh, you know uh, the name of our podcast is Range of Influence. Uh, tell us outside of family, which, you know, obviously is always a, a major influence on, on each of us, but, um, who's kind of one of those big influencers on you and, uh, you can name them personally or not whatever your preference is, but tell us what kind of influence they've had on you. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 w I don't have a one, one person necessarily. Um, but I will say that, that early on w to get me to where I was, it was really the faculty and staff at, at, at the university when I was there. Um, and I still am in touch with many of those faculty and staff members and they really were the ones that spent that time. Um, they taught me, they taught me to make tough decisions. They taught me that, you know, I, 
I've always gone with my gut. I know people say that they're like, oh, I went with, you know, but no, seriously, like I, th- that is, that is, that is something that I have just stuck with, you know, and, and I can feel when things feel one way or the other. And I just, I've, I've always had an honest, genuine approach to things. I go with my gut and, uh, I, I just, I saw them keep a cool level head. And, and the nice thing about the staff and the faculty there is that they're not just your teachers. Um, I also have worked with them, many of them outside of work on a professional level. They all still maintain a professional level of uh, involvement in theater and and whatnot. And so to be able to see that both on a personal, professional, teaching level, they they really just... To get me to where I am today, I I really put a lot back on 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 what they taught me and 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 showed me and allowed me to make my mistakes, allowed me to fail, allowed me to succeed, um, pushed me when I was in that spot where I just was like I don't know, you know. And they they would give you enough that all right, well I'll jump off the ledge and uh, let's see what happens. So they have really done that. Of course, yeah family, friends, all of that have supported me, but I really, I really take it all back to the, the, that, that team, that faculty, that, that really encouraged me to, to get to where I am and has pushed me to where I am today. Well, Matt, we, we thank you so much for joining us today on Range of Influence. This has been a great, great conversation discussion about the new Performing Arts Center here in Columbia County. I think the Performing Arts Center is going to have a big impact and you're going to be a big part of that. You're going to have a big influence on our community and and what we're able to enjoy entertainment wise and uh, how some of our children are going to grow up loving the arts. And so we appreciate you coming and discussing all these great uh, opportunities and things that are happening. So uh, thank you for being here. Well, I really appreciate it and look forward to another time and we'll sit down and we can, I'll tell you old road stories about (laughs) being on tour. That'd be great. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Thanks again, Matt. Have a great day. I don't know if I can handle it, Reagan. Uh, The way he was talking and describing the facility, um, I just want to get in there, like I said earlier, and and see some live shows. I know you've toured the facility. You talked about it in the interview with Matt. I've toured it. You know, he said it, and, and it does sound cliched, but... There, there just isn't a bad seat in the house, Reagan. It's definitely going to be a great addition to Columbia County. I'm excited that uh, we've got this type of venue in our own backyard. Uh, and it just really adds to all the reasons why Columbia County and Evans, Georgia is just the best place to live. Amen to that. You know, we really want to thank you all for listening. And uh, we really appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And keep those comments coming. We've been hearing a lot of uh, positive feedback about uh, the shows and uh, some ideas as to who to talk to in the future. So, uh, And as you're listening, be sure to rate us uh, so that more people can find us. Yeah, that's right, Russ. And one final shout out to our friends at Premier Networks for supporting the show. We couldn't do it without them. Be sure to visit them at AugustaITGuys.com. Again, that's AugustaITGuys.com.